Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Do you have something in mind to talk about today, or would you like to revisit some of last conversation, or what's up? Um, I, think, I think we should revisit, well, I would like to revisit kind of our last conversation that we had. Sure. Because I feel like it's been, since we've talked about it, I feel like I've been more hyper aware of that feeling. Um, yeah. Kind of like that jealousy feeling. It's yeah. kind of came back. Uh, but I feel like it's came back like a lot stronger. Hmm than before like i guess now that i'm just super aware of it it just feels a lot more heavier okay so last time we talked about the jealousy we talked about looks and feeling like no matter what you do won't be able to you know look a certain way and just being dissatisfied with looks and then yes and then i'm wondering having trouble remembering um what type of resolution we did get to and um just checking in we said that we would just i would check in with that part and ask like how it's how it's doing yeah the that like i guess the hard part that feels um that way uh and i did that i think i did that maybe like three times after we spoke mm -hmm. and three times and um it seemed like it was doing okay but this week was just kind of like I don't know I think I just it seemed to bother me a lot more this week 
And I don't know if it's because, is because like aware of it or not, you know? I don't know if that's like the reasoning for it. Yeah, um, those are good questions. And yeah, I mean, ideally, ideally you're feeling better, not not worse about something. So it sounds like it should be something to to reinvestigate and um, learn more about. You know, every part every part has a purpose. It has an intention, um, and these and these intentions are are good. And if we can just Get, get the information, get to know the part, um, and and maybe learn more about what it is protecting. Um, maybe there's some other protectors in there that are that have more to say about it. Um, hopefully, with that with that info, you can yeah make make decisions about what to do next and feel more at peace with it. That's the idea, at least. Yeah, I do want to say one thing. I don't know if this is like relevant to the conversation, but um, I think that being in a relationship as well has triggered this. Mm. Like us, really. I just got into um, a relationship about four months ago now, mm-hmm. as of today. And I feel like, because now I've been hyper aware of it, I've been trying to really find like what it's really been like throughout my day these thoughts because I I used to think in general I used to always feel this way but I wouldn't go like torture myself you know like day by day with them like intrusive thoughts I guess you would say but since I've gotten into a relationship it's more frequent now okay so that's just something that I've noticed yeah all right well yeah that's uh we can make that our our target part, the part that we'll try to get to know. Um, okay, but I don't want I don't want my I don't want anyone to know that I'm talking on this podcast. I'm somewhat embarrassed to admit that. You don't want anyone to know that you're talking what? Oh no, I'm just saying I don't want like I'm not going to let anyone listen to this. I told some of my friends I was you know talking kind of on a podcast, but now that I'm addressing real issues, yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed. By them, but I think it would help other people. It would be beneficial for other people. Yeah, and w- well, let's talk about that for a moment because we don't want to push past any concerns. So, um, you know that that's a that's a valid concern, and we can talk about ways to address that. One is um, just by not using names, and so I'm pretty sure. And I'll double check. I, of course, I haven't published anything, but I'm pretty sure that in our last talk. Um, you know, when I said hello, I said your name, but I don't think it came up in the conversation that would be. Yeah, up in- I think no, definitely didn't. It yeah. definitely didn't. I don't. Uh. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ways that we can just protect that. And I mean, I know it would. I mean, heck, I get nervous being on this side of the call, so um, <laughs> it's hard. But uh, yeah, just. Just let that embarrassed part know that you that you uh, that you get it, that you feel its feel its vibes, and um, and that we're we're looking out for for ways to minimize the ability, you know, the ability for you to get called out by anybody in real life, or or for anybody to figure out who you are. So we'll both be really mindful of that. 
thank you. Yeah. It puts me at ease just a little bit, but I mean, honestly, I don't really care if people, you know, people listen and they, they know who I am, but it's more so like, um, I'm just embarrassing for me to admit that I have like severe <laughs> jealousy and insecurity, like issues. Yeah. Um, private. I'm a private person when it comes to like my own problems and my own issues. But yeah, I'm ready to get to know this part a little bit more. Okay. Another thing we can do is just think about. Um, again, like I haven't published a single call. And I've done more than 10. And let's just let's just assume that this won't be published. Let's assume it's just you and me talking. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll only, if you decide at the end, oh, hey, we should publish this, then we will. But we can just kind of imagine that the, the default is, is that we won't rather than, rather than the default being that we will. Okay. I don't know if that well, that's helps. Fine. I mean, I'm fine with it being, I want it to be published because I just know it's going to help other people who also think like me, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think it'd be cool for people who deal with like severe insecurity issues. Yeah. Um, and I'm super excited about this. Also, from our last um, meeting till now, I went to see, I already had this appointment scheduled, but I went to see a psychiatrist. And psychiatrists didn't do anything like helpful for me. It, they literally spoke to me for 20 minutes. And then after I told them I had substance abuse problem, yeah. then they prescribed antidepressants, like just within 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. my point is, is that my conversation with you was a lot more better than actually seeing like a psychiatrist. I mean, they did not do anything. So I just thought I'd point that out there, that you're also helping me. Well, that's really great to hear. And um, yeah, you never know what you're going to get with the with the professionals. That's one thing you know I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, yeah, and that's, you know, feel free to tell me I'm doing something wrong or, or push back. It's, it's something I like about being an amateur is I'm a student of this. So you can you can take charge or direct me or give me any type of feedback. I'm going to be looking at this part. Tell me again where in or around your body does this sensation come up? Um, my chest area, my heart. Yeah. What's it like? Um, now it's I want to say it's still heavy, like the first time around, but this time it's, it feels a little bit, just a little bit more lighter. Okay. Not as heavy. Yeah. And when you're, when you're, I'm trying to think how to say, when it's at its peak, is it just more of this heaviness or are there other sensations going on? Um, when peak, it's like in frustration and like that those are the emotions that happen first i want to say that like it's that it's it's also it's that high feeling but then it just goes like sadness like just a different type of sadness it's like 
my heart feels like it's broken. Oh. It's just like a serious sadness when I am. Um, well, when you ask for peak, like, I guess I would say like triggers, yeah. things that would kind of trigger that feeling. It's like immediate anger, but then quickly followed by like sadness. Like, it's just like despair. I can't the type of sadness that it is, but um, if I ponder, like if I'm pondering that feeling, for too long, the sadness, I'll end up crying. So um, it will trigger those types of, like, uh, emotions. But right now, like, when I do, it just feels, like, yep. just heavy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, you were talking about um, a broken heart feeling, real heavy sadness, yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of what well those are like the triggers of it. So I would say throughout the week or throughout my day something would trigger me seeing someone else or just seeing something in general um is just an absolute trigger and it just um from that point on that sadness can turn into like a crying episode uh if I don't uh, I don't want to use the word suppress it, but yeah. I guess that's the best word to kind of describe the situation is I guess I probably would suppress it because I don't want to like cry or have a mental breakdown over, you know, something that I saw online or like in a movie. Yeah. And what's the suppressing feeling? What does that feel like? Does, it, does that have a different place in the body? Yeah, I want to say it's my, hmm, oh, I have to really think about it. It feels like it's more of my head kind of just being like, okay, we have to not think about it now or just relax. Like, I just have to try my best to not let it get to me crying because it's it's so, it's such a sadness. I can't explain it. It's like, um, I've had near-death situations with family members which feel like a different type of sadness but this sadness is like at the heart it feels like my heart's being like crushed um like the chest area where the feeling is it just feels like it's being crushed so okay and at the moment does that suppressing feeling is that coming up strong for you now or is that giving us some space? No, 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 no. That that's not coming up now. I guess because I'm addressing the situation right now, and nothing has triggered me. Like nothing has been sort of that trigger. Because the only way that I can get to that feeling is through a trigger yeah. like that. Like the heaviness is like amplified. But as of right now, um, it just feels heavy. I'm still putting it. You know, I'm still separating myself from it, but. Um, I can still see that it's heavy and there's no need for me for that suppressor to like come in. Okay, good. Um, now, can you, can you see it in like in the room with you? Is there a way that you can kind of imagine turning towards it and, and seeing this as a part, seeing this as, even a being that isn't isn't you it's a part of you like like your foot is a part of you 
like seeing it like um okay as like a let me see if i could do that yeah i could separate it entirely okay yeah i've done that now okay i put it into but i don't know my brain put it into like a child like a smaller me yeah well that makes sense because i think when we're dealing with a part like this it probably is one of those exile parts it probably is one of those child parts so um that would make perfect sense so just just continue you know kind of looking and and looking for definition of that child and what it looks like and and just see you know like think about how close are you to it in the room or is it facing you or is it what's it doing or any other description you can you, can you know see. it's really funny that you said that because she's like hiding behind me yeah okay but she's not far she's really close like i want to say that she's almost touching me yeah but she's like hugging me may i think she's like it feels like it's looking for some sort of approval from me yeah that's what it's just really interesting that you said that though because she's super close to me she's it's like it would be like as if she were like hugging me like attached to me kind of yeah. but it's like me but as like it's like way smaller yeah. and um i've put this uh feeling as a shadow so it but i can tell i know it's me like as a kid okay it's definitely what i would put it as so if it's behind you can you turn towards it can you just and maybe it doesn't want that and that's fine we don't want to chase it off but just anything you can do to kind of let it know that you're that at least metaphorically your back isn't turned to it the, the right now okay. the right now you want to get to know it and and understand it better as soon as i did that as soon as i like could envision me like turning around it got a little bit lighter on my chest like where the feeling is okay good so how would you say that you feel towards this part I feel, um, I don't know. It feels, it just feels a lot lighter now. Uh, yeah, it just, it feels a lot lighter. I can't really put this into words, but I, um, I kind of see it at a different angle from than what we did last time mm -hmm. because I didn't put it into an actual last time that we spoke. I didn't put it into, I separated it as a feeling, yeah. but I didn't put it into like a sort of a being. Mm -hmm. So now that I feel like that I've personified it. It's kind of easier for me to understand what she's actually looking for. Yeah. And so, again, what is your, what is your reaction to that? To like, how do you feel about that? 
that ability to communicate better with her? Um, I, it, it makes me feel like that I should actually actively work on fixing this part because okay. for her, yeah, because she's really sad. I mean, she's really like looking for something and she's looking for some sort of approval. And um, I have not given her any of that. Okay. So it sounds to me like there's a part of you that is, is hesitant to give that approval or hesitant to, to work with this part. And if that part is, is in the room with you, just see if, it, if you can ask it for some space. The part that, the part that might have withheld some approval and just see if you can continue kind of accessing this, this younger part. Would it make sense for me to say like that part is like my ego, the part that's hesitant to fix it? Um, it feels like it's kind of like at my core to just like not fix it. It just kind of feels like it's such a big part of me. It's super difficult for me to try to separate that right. from me because it feels like that's my head. Yes, good. So that's useful information. Um, I think I would caution you against trying to explain or, or yeah, you know, create the the explanation or or tell the story about about what the different parts are, um, and okay. and for you to just for you to keep your role as getting to know this part, and so again, okay. the the part of you that is in the head and isn't interested in fixing it, that's that's a separate part, I would say. And that's the part that we're asking for some space from. And if it doesn't want to give us space, that's fine. We can talk to that part. Okay. Yeah, I think I could separate it. I am curious to know more about uh, the part that's the younger me, okay. I guess. Yeah. Good. We need that. We need that curiosity. So, were you able to get some space from this part in the head that says, um, "This isn't. This isn't worth fixing right now," or this? We don't want to give attention to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've separated myself from that. Okay. So, ask this younger part um, if she feels like you get it. If she, if she feels like you understand her. Mm, she, no. Okay. Yeah, so, she's saying like, no, like you don't understand like right. really what this is. And to be honest, yeah, I, I kind of don't know. Right, okay. So... She has, she has something to show you. She has, she has her story and her experience to communicate to you. And yeah. um, if you're ready to, to hear it, then you can just ask her 
what is it that she wants you to know? And what does she want to show you? Um, well, she is showing me like bits and pieces sort of of like how I grew up. Yeah. Um, my dad was pretty, um, I want to say verbally abusive towards me. Yes. And so I am getting a few episodes of that, of like being really scared. Yeah. So she's like, she's still scared of this, even though like I'm far from my dad. Absolutely. I don't live with him anymore. Um, I am seeing him today though, uh, okay. but now, you know, him and I have a better relationship, a way better one that we, we do now than I did before. Yeah. So, then, um, so but when I was a kid, it was scary, right? Yeah. It was super scary. And that's where she's trying to tell me, it feels like she's trying to tell me that yeah. she's even afraid to really even come to me about it yeah like she's so afraid um but she's she's giving me bits and pieces of just kind of like the abuse i guess yeah so this is so this is part of the process and this is obviously some of that deeper work and so again you don't have to share anything with me and if you want to put the brakes on the conversation at any time feel free um but the process here is to continue, you know, asking her to show you and to witness what it is that that she experienced. And again, without explaining it away, without evaluating, you know, your, your present, you know, relationship with your father, any of that stuff, but just to witness what it is that she has to show you and and to think about, you know, does that make sense to you? Does it make sense to you that she feels that way? Okay. Um, I have to... Take your time. It's a lot of um, alone, like, downtime. She's showing me bits and pieces of, well, now she's showing me, because I don't want to say they're more of, like, uh, actual, like, memories that I forgot were kind of there. Um, There was a time, I'm okay with sharing this, Um, there was a time where uh, my dad would constantly threaten um me like he would kick he would like so basically we lived with his mom my grandma Mm -hmm. um and my mom was at school so she was pretty far from me and I was alone with him majority of the time um and I want to say this this exact thing probably happened when I was six um and he threw a suitcase at me and forced me to pack everything 
And I remember just, and it's like very vivid right now, just the tears. And then he closed the door and like, that's where that feeling is. It's like, um, he let me kind of pack my stuff on my own for the half of it, you know, besides the, he was screaming at me and screaming at everyone else in the house, um, causing a really big scene. And I just remember packing and, and just tears and, um, but when he closed the door, that's like where she is still. Like, it feels like she's still there. Like she's still in that moment where she doesn't know what's going to happen next. And I guess it's, it's, it feels like a fear of abandonment. Like, um, and so my dad did this frequently though. Um, but I've never really remembered it until now. Okay. So let's just stay with it for another moment. I know it's uncomfortable, but you know, that is, that is terrifying, right? That's, that's scary. Yeah. The feeling of just not knowing what was going to happen to me or where it was going to live. And it happened too frequently. It felt like, um, yeah, that's just me analyzing, but back to her, because I know we're just focusing on her. She's still stuck there. It feels like she doesn't know what's next or, um, she's very scared. We're going to work on that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what's next when working with her and you just stay with her and just witness what she's trying to show you. And just, she wants to know if you understand that it's scary. She wants to know that you understand how hard it was. And can you show her that? Can you show her that? Show her some compassion and some, some sympathy sorry it's a little bit um now the tears are just coming down because i just i didn't remember this until now just take some time And how are you feeling towards her now? I'm feeling a lot, um, a lot better. I'm I'm feeling like I want to give her, her space to feel this way. Okay. And, uh, not keep, you know, letting her feel this way. I feel like she should not be scared. Okay. Well, that's, that's an opinion. She's showing you something very scary. And so in that moment where she is, she should be scared, right? It's just, it is scary. And and you just said about giving her space, but she's clinging to you. And she's, and she's asking and looking to be able to show you what, what was going on to her and how isolating it was. So I don't know that she's asking for space. Yeah, I think you're right. I think she's asking for attention, um, or not attention, but 
she wants the floor. Like she. Yeah. Now's her time. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I guess you're right. She wants what we all want. It's easier for me to push her away, but she doesn't. She wants the yeah. She wants the floor. I guess she wants to show me more. Yeah. If she wants to show you more, then, you know, if it, if you're okay with it, I would say let her show you more. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. This doesn't make sense to me, but I will share it. Um, Maybe you might understand it. But now she's showing me when, uh, I don't even remember doing this, but apparently I took one of my cousin's shoes, like I tried to steal them from her, even though we lived in the same house, Mm -hmm. and it completely failed. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to give the shoes back, but I never got caught. Um, It was just, obviously, my cousin wasn't going to leave the house without her one pair of shoes. But I wanted them, so I took them anyways. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why she's showing me this in particular, but okay. um, I have. It's like I had to give it back. Well, so you did get caught. Uh, no, I I didn't get caught, but it it was to a point where um, she was really looking for them, yeah. and she wasn't going to leave without them. So I had to put them in another place. Okay. And then she found them again. And this was still around the same time I was living in this house where my dad was uh, very verbally abusive to everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try not to do analyzing myself, but it sounds like, you know, if I saw a child doing that, the child was, was either being playful or just acting as children do. They, They take the things they want and then had some real fear around, what the consequences of that would be. And some, yeah. And some legitimate fear. That's where it's more, it's more of like, uh, you're definitely right with that one. It, it was the feeling of returning it that's really popping in more. It's that like, kind of that I did that yeah. and then I had to return it again. And now she's just, I'm remembering smells yeah. of the house that I used to live in, which is, yeah, super weird, but now she's, like, giving me smells. I could still feel some things, like uh, the carpet that we used to have, the type of carpet that it was. Mm-hmm. Mm. But no, you see, I, I just usually have good memories from my, from my past that I like to, you know, right. think about, but she's showing me just... She, just how bad it was. Yeah, that's what she's been holding on to. And and that's part of what Yeah, that's part of what you've been turning away from, which makes sense. It's it's it makes sense to do that. It's not comfortable to think about. Um but don't worry, we have we have other ways that we can work with this and work with her. So this isn't this isn't the entire process here. It's just thinking about, you know, painful memories. So is the more she wants to show you, ask her if if she feels like you get it. 
Um, I'm telling her I know how she feels, but she's she's telling me that I don't. Okay. Well, again, you can... You don't have to do anything you don't want to do in this conversation, but she has more to show you. And it's important in this process that you understand what she went through. Because again, where you are now is in, you know, where, where you have become is, is in a way of turning away from that, which again, makes sense. But in order to heal it, we've got to, we've got to witness it. And so she needs to know that you, that you know, that you get it and that you see what she had to see. And some of those things, you know, she didn't understand those feelings at the time. And so she's sharing them with you. And again, we don't want to try to overanalyze, but you're going to have the ability to, to deal with those feelings and to see the bigger picture and, and, and work with them better, but you gotta be, but you have to, you have to see whatever she wants to show you in order to do that. And that's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Right. So just ask her if you, if you can just ask her what else she has to show you. Um, she's, wow, uh, I didn't even, I do remember this one. Um, I, I was, I, before you start, you don't have to share any of this with me and it might not okay. even, it might not even be helpful that you do. And okay. again, I'm, I'm completely willing to hear it. I have time. I, I'm, I'm curious, but if she has a hundred things to show you, it might be, it might be best to just have that time with her and, and to not, you know, bother translating it all. Okay. I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, she's still going back to this one. Um, I'm trying to see, but I think she really wants to fly on this one. So yeah. um, I'm okay with sharing this sure. this one. Sure. Um, I she, think she might also yeah. be kind of she might also be kind of testing the waters where maybe there's something super painful, and she's showing and she's showing layers to see where you're willing to go with her. So, yeah, well, I feel like this is unlocking more of like a why she's really scared. Um, One time, I don't remember how old I was, but my dad used to have like um, friends who were 
like drug addicts mm. and they would come in and out of the house all the time. And she's showing me directly, like they would be in my room um, and they would hide things in my drawers. Like they would hide drugs in my drawers and I would find them when I would get dressed. So, but I feel like this is something, there's something else here. She's trying to show me something else. That just smells um, super weird. There's a block. I can't get past it. Um, and she can't show me yet. I don't know. She's not willing to show me. Yeah. Not that she's not willing, but there's something blocked. But uh, something about the act of finding those drugs in my drawers, like where I would, you know, get dressed by myself. Feels like there's something off about that. I mean. There's something way more to that. It's pretty terrifying. I mean, these things that she does, either she doesn't know what they are and that's scary or she does know what they are and that's scary. There's, there's strange. Yeah, there's, but there's a block. It's, it's insane. I didn't know I had such a block, but it's just not letting me access anything anymore. I feel like now she's yeah. like, it's like a terrified feeling. Yeah. Um, and in the moment in particular is looking at like where my underwear was when I was a kid in that drawer. That's where all the drugs were. They were under it. I remember touching them and feeling like weird about it. Like I didn't know why they were in this in this drawer in particular. Yeah. Um. And I remember not wearing like any clothes. And this is when I was a child, so I was completely vulnerable. So this feeling is being linked. Like that's what I'm getting right now. Yeah. But it's just immense. Like like just totally terrifying and. Yeah, I can't get past that. Like, okay. she, that's all she's she could show me. Like, just, I guess right now, just just thank her for everything that she's shown you. Show her some compassion, please, because really, no child deserves any of that. That's it's all it's all scary. And that doesn't mean telling her you understand. It means showing her, you know, holding out your hand to her. Um, any any other expression of compassion and, and just care. Yeah, okay. I I did that. I feel like I wrapped her like in a nice like hug. There we go. It feels a lot better. Yes. How does she feel about being in the hug with you? So much better. Okay. Like it's just mutual. It's like um even it's being lifted, like the 
just the heaviness is being lifted. Yeah, just stay there. feels a lot so much better it just feels so much better i don't know that that she can stay with you now that she can stay in the hug with you now or that she can be somewhere else if she wants or if she's ready no, she just, no, she, she wants to stay, yeah, definitely wants to stay in this hug. Okay. It's starting to feel good. Like, first it was like, the burden was being lifted, but now it just, it feels, it feels so much better now. Yeah. Ask her if there's anything... Again, you can say no to this, but there's a process in which you imagine yourself, you go back in time at your current age and you go back and you you be the person that she needed then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to rewrite everything but I'm sure there were times back in her back in those times when she could have just used a hug. Okay, yeah, I can. So see if you can just go back there with her. Yeah, that feels even better. Hugging her in certain flashbacks. Yeah. Feels a lot better. Yeah. And you might just ask her, what else can you do for her back then? Because, well, you can do anything. You can do anything. Because you're not a child anymore. You're not, you're not actually in that past. And so in this recollection of it, in this experience of it, you can do anything. So she might like to see you do something else. Just ask her. I don't know if this is what you you are implying, but she's like, now we're in a pillow fight. I don't know if that's what you're like a playful one. Yeah. If that's what she wants. Yeah. Go for it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, she wants to have have some fun with you. She sounds like a, a fun kid. Yeah, playful. She wants to, like, run around. And I'm, I'm letting I'm letting it happen. I'm letting it run its course. It feels so much better than before. Yeah. 
let her know that she can come to your time and that she actually doesn't have to stay in those places. And in fact, you can take her anywhere. You can take her to any fantasy place she wants to go. You can show her some options. Where does she want to pillow fight? Where does, where does she really want to run? If, if she could go anywhere. If she can go anywhere, she can go to um, Jupiter because that's okay. always been my favorite planet. Right. Go ahead and go ahead and take her there and just see what happens. And if she gets bored with that or decides she'd rather be somewhere else, that's fine. Show her, show her around. Now she's looking forward to work later today. Yeah. <laughs> she won't, okay, she wants to go to work with me. Okay. What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll totally go to work and think about this. This sounds like uh, something she really wants to do. She wants to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. So let her know that she can do that. And that she doesn't have to stay stuck back there. She feels like relieved. Um, It's like this huge burden kind of has been like lifted from her on her end. Um, It's like she's been wanting this. I guess she's been wanting me to to give her the 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 place to speak and to show me. Yeah, that's what we all want to be acknowledged and held. <laughs> yeah. So where? She's, so when you said she feels she, a lot better. Yeah. So where did was she carrying those feelings in her body? When she feels unburdened, where does that where does that come from in her body? Her back. Okay. Weird, but she, uh, her back, yeah. back, her shoulders and her neck. Yeah. So, yeah, ask her if she's ready to really let all of that go, all of that burden and tension and heaviness from her back and shoulders and neck, if she's ready to let all of it go. And then just see if you can help her do that. You know, maybe she needs to dance it off. Maybe she needs to punch it off. Maybe she needs to pillow fight it off. She needs me to rub it off. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. Will you? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Until it's all gone. Wow. Um, Wow, that feels a lot better for me. Um, She's 
Yeah, I we exchanged a few words right now, and she um she she like hugged me, and then went back to her place. I guess in my heart, like she she felt so much better, um, and I told her that it doesn't matter now from here on out. Like I gonna be here with you we have each other yeah and so she felt so much better so she kind of hugged me um in the front like I went through her back and her neck and her shoulders and I told her that and she hugged me in the front and she kind of nuzzled her place her her I guess her being like in my neck yeah and like kind of just went back to my heart and now my heart feels really good yeah, she's not behind you anymore. Yeah, she's no, no, no. She didn't. Yeah, she. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she's not behind me anymore. She went in the front. Yeah. Yeah, just let her know she can stay there as long as she wants. She can, she can change, and if you're willing, I would say let her know that you will check on her every day for for a few weeks if you can and that just means yeah it just means hey how you doing i still see you do you have more you want to say do you want to go work with me again today that kind of stuff okay yeah she feels so much better but she's like she's like melted into like my chest it's like ooey gooey feels really nice sort of like the feeling that we were talking about in the beginning is yeah. not the same as it is like at the moment. Yeah. And now might be a good time to, you know, there were other parts. There's the part that wants to turn away from her. There's the part that might not feel like they have time or wants to suppress this. There's the part that might be embarrassed about this. And it might be a good time now to just bring those other parts in and let them let them see the work that you've done and let them okay. see the, how this part has transformed and what, you know, what that means about, about what they have to do. Um, you know, they might not have to work so hard if this part's feeling better. Yeah, that's exactly how they're feeling. Um, sort of like... Uh, I'll step away. They're they're like those feelings are like we should step away from when I need to address certain situations with this part. They do need to give me that space. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're tell, they're not going anywhere, but um, sure. like no. they're not telling me that they're good, but they're saying that they like they're stepping back. They have important jobs too, so yeah, you. They, you can have this, you know, a better relationship with all of them, but you are the leader. And if you need to make time for this um, scared child part, then then you do that.
yeah, this feels a lot better. They're just they're just continuing to just step away. Um, they're still like in the act of like physically like stepping away, like moving back. Yeah. Um. And they might need. And to they find, feel like they understand. They might need to find other roles. You know, a lot of when you change parts of the system, then some people are kind of out of a job, and you have to. And you have to kind of take your time and say, okay, well, what, what else would you like to do? And that that would be, you know, a, a different conversation. But it's just it's just being aware that they they're all interacting, um, and you did something huge with a with a powerful part today. So yeah. So just listen out if there's any big, you know, concerns coming from any other parts. No. No, there's really none. It feels so much better now. And she feels more like at ease. And I feel way better. I, I personally feel like I'm more at ease. And now, as crazy as it sounds, but I'm going to go to work and think about this. Yeah. I'm going to think about her for sure. That's great. Um, and I am going to give her the time that she needs. I think she needs... Um, just a lot more time than what I've ever given to her. I've never given her the floor or anything or um, I've always suppressed, you know, yeah. I guess it's the inner child. Uh, I've just always suppressed those types of feelings, but yeah. um, now I'm ready to just let her be. Cause I think it'll make me a lot happier. Yeah. Yeah. Life's better when, when uh, those parts aren't tugging at our backs. Right. Yeah, yeah, this feels so much better. That's great. Um, I don't have any, you know, any more questions or direction. You can, you can stay with it, stay with her, or or you can kind of come out. Let me know anything else you want to let me know, or we can end the call. However, you'd like to. Whatever you'd like to do next. No, I feel, um, I feel pretty good right now. I want to just thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess thank you for uh, helping me address this situation. This, uh, I just, uh, there were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Um, so thank you for that. This was, this was super helpful. Again, the last time we spoke was also very helpful, but this was a lot more in debt. This felt um, more, um, this really helped me. Yeah, it's powerful. And thank you so much for just letting me and showing me and thanks to all your parts. And I hope that you're thanking all of your parts for, for, you know, being willing to share and being willing to give you space when you ask for space. It's really amazing. Yeah, thank you. I I needed this. I actually feel a lot more um, awake than I did when we first started the phone call. That's great. I feel actually, um, as soon as we end this phone call, I'm probably going to go clean like I wanted to do, like I've been needing to do. I don't know. I feel uh, energized, kind of motivated, I guess. Yeah, energized. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have uh, there's someone doing pillow fights in your heart, so... <laughs> get moving thank you so much james have a good one you too bye do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world 
If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.